welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to World Live Broadcast. I'm going to continue on the subject of being high-minded. Let's look at what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verses 3 through 11 in the Amplified Version. For we Christians are the true circumcision who worship God in spirit and by the Spirit of God and exalt in glory and pride ourselves in Jesus Christ and put no confidence or dependence on what we are in the flesh and on outward privileges and physical advantages and external appearances. He's saying we're not to put any confidence in these things. On physical advantages, external appearances, because of who we are in uh, the natural, our place of uh, authority or whatever we've been placed in in that job or whatever it is, We're not to put any confidence or dependence on that. Let's look at verse 4. Though for myself I have at least grounds to rely on the flesh. If any other man considers that he has or seems to have reason to rely on the flesh and his physical and outward advantages, I have still more. Circumcised when I was eight days old and of the race of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew, and the son of Hebrews, as to the observance of the law, I was of the party of the Pharisees. As to my zeal, I was a persecutor of the church, and by the law's standard of righteousness, supposed justice and uprightness and right standing with God, I was proven to be blameless, and no fault was found in me. He said he was a Hebrew of the Hebrews of the tribe of Benjamin, circumcised when he was eight days old. He kept the law to the fullest that he could. He was found blameless. Verse 7, But whatever former things I had that might have been gains to me, I have come to consider as one combined loss for Christ's sake. He's saying that all these things, if you add them all together, put them all together, put them in a basket, add them up, It will be counted as nothing. He counted them all as nothing for Christ's sake. Verse 8. Yes, furthermore, I count everything as lost compared to the possession of the priceless privilege, the overwhelming preciousness, the surpassing worth and supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord and of progressively becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with Him, of perceiving and recognizing and understanding Him more fully and clearly. He said all these things added together, they are nothing compared to the priceless privilege of knowing Jesus Christ as Lord. Amen. For His sake I have lost everything, and consider it all to be mere rubbish, 
refuge, dregs, in order that I may win or gain Christ the Anointed One, and that I may actually be found and known as in Him, not having any self-achieved righteousness that can be called my own based on my own obedience to the law's demands, ritualistic uprightness and supposed right standing with God thus acquired, but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in Christ, the Anointed One, the truly right standing with God which comes from faith, from God by saving faith, which comes from God by saving faith. He's saying that all these things are nothing compared to the priceless privilege of knowing Jesus Christ his Lord. And they are nothing compared to knowing him, becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with him and knowing him more deeply and more clearly. That is what we need to be seeking after and seeking for, is to know him more clearly and more fully and to know his love and to let his love show through us and shine through us more and more every day. Amen? Let's look at verse 10. For my determined purpose is that I may know Him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with Him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of His person more strongly and more clearly. And that I may in that same way come to know the power outflowing from His resurrection, which it exerts over believers, and that I may so share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit and to his likeness, even to his death in the hope, that if possible I may attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me out from among the dead even while in the body. He's saying here that when we become more intimately and deeply acquainted with Christ Jesus our Lord, that we won't think more highly of ourselves than we should, and we won't be looking at our position and what we have in this life and our position at work or position in this world or how much money we have or the authority we have or, or whatever it could be the case that tries to get us lifted up in our fleshly pride and to make us think that we are better than anyone else because when you become more deeply and intimately acquainted with Jesus, you won't think that way. You'll think of it like this. I love that person as much as I love myself, and I love the Lord Jesus Christ so much, and my relationship with Him is the most important thing in the world, and I don't count any of these other things as gain compared to knowing Him. Because if I get lifted up in pride in areas, then it will cause my relationship with him to wane. It will cause my relationship with him to become less intimate, to become less progressive. And then what happens is, in the end, you end up going, well, I made a mistake because I was looking for all these things in this world to satisfy me. I was thinking that I, everything that I could accomplish myself, my own self-righteousness, and who I am in the natural can make me 
more uh, better than anybody else or make me look better to myself or other people and to make your esteem and and be conceited and lifted up in pride about what you've accomplished and what uh, who you are in this life compared to to knowing Jesus Christ and being walking in humility and become more deeply and progressively acquainted with him and not having your own righteousness, but having the righteousness that comes through saving faith and knowing that it all came through the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ, that everything that he's given us, it was a gift from him. And to become more intimately and deeply acquainted with him is the number one desire for each and every person in the body of Christ to say, Lord, I want to know you more. I want to, I want to spend time with you. All these other things are taken away from my time with you. And I want to be more deeply and intimately acquainted with you than I do anything else on this planet. Then what happens is, then the Lord lifts you up and he puts you into the place that he wants you to be in. And then what happens is, he says, because you've chosen me above all these other things, all these other things will be added to you. Because it says when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these other things will be added to you. Instead of going out and searching for all the things in this world that can satisfy you and look at the, and the position that you can be in, a place of authority. And I've seen it over and over and over. And I've seen people that want to get a job because they say, well, that puts me in a place of authority and I can rule over other people. But it doesn't make you better. It just means you have that job. And it doesn't mean that you're a better person because of it. The only thing that matters is if you want to become better is to come more deeply and intimately acquainted with the Lord Jesus Christ. Say, Lord, I want to know what you want me to do today. Say, Lord, what can I do for you? How can I please you today? What is your purpose in my life today? Where can I be a blessing to other people today and help them in any way, Lord? I want to be a blessing to them. I don't want to rule over people with an iron rod. I don't want to uh, just act like I'm better than other people, but I want to be a blessing to them. And I want to walk around like you walked around. And whenever I see somebody that has a need, I ask for the anointing to be there to help that person when the time of need comes so that I can help them. And I can say, the Lord Jesus Christ, I give him the glory for it because it's him that did it for you. And leading other people to Christ instead of, instead of saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. No, let's point everything that we do to the Lord Jesus Christ. In every area that we do, everything we do, let's point everything to him. And say, let's look at the Lord and give him glory for everything that we do. Then what happens is, we're satisfied on the inside that we've given him glory. We're satisfied on the inside that we're not trying to reach our own righteousness through self-righteousness, but we're standing in the the righteousness of God and right standing with God and uh, and knowing that we haven't obtained it on our own, but it's through saving grace that we have obtained that righteousness and that we are truly pleasing the Lord in all things. And this is a prayer that we pray. We pray, Lord, we ask you to fill us full of the knowledge of your will. In Ephesians chapter 
not Ephesians, but Colossians 1, 9. Fill us full of the knowledge of your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we be fully pleasing unto him, walking worthy of him and everything, and that we would be progressively and more deeply acquainted with him in each and every area. And you know, uh, what happens is he will fill you full of the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you'll understand him more deeply and more intimately. And what happens, we become more satisfied in our lives knowing that we have pleased God instead of trying to lift our own self up and our own because sometimes we think that a job makes us uh, a place, it puts us into a place of... Uh, authority or makes us look big in front of other people but that does not make you bigger than anyone it just means you have a job and you have a job to do but it doesn't make you better than anybody else the only thing that will ever make you more satisfied in your life is knowing jesus christ more intimately and deeply if you would like to receive a cd or mp3 version of this week's message or other messages Please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.